So, Bill, what kind of music do you listen to? Me? No, actually, I was talking to the Bill next to you. Well, <laughs> I have ultra. I have multiple personalities, so. Do you listen to Digital Underground? I never really did, but for whatever reason, it came up on my YouTube feed for video or whatever, and I was like, oh, I remember that. I remember seeing that video when MTV was when MTV used to play music videos. Um, now you said it, it, it was just hilarious. <laughs> I guess that's like some of the pre-rap days. And yeah. then there was another one I watched, uh, House of Pain, Jump. Yeah. Um, Isn't that the one that wears like the fake nose or something? Yeah. The Humpty, Humpty. Dunk. Yeah, he's the one that wears, has this like fuzzy white hat and like the And he fake... wears a fake nose and glasses. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's what I thought. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Think. I have I have something in the back of my I mind. I did find that. out this. I did see these, and it. I don't know. It doesn't say a, a band name or anything, but it's. Uh, it was like five hours of psychedelic space music, <laughs> as opposed to non psychedelic space music. Yeah, and it was actually pretty good. All right. I mean, I well, did listen to five hours of it. But. <laughs> we'll come back to this in a little bit. You're probably wondering what that has to do with anything, and it actually has nothing to do with anything except there's train. a story I want to tell. So I want to welcome you all to TDI Live. This is Tide Out Iguana's official podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And you are listening to episode 42 of TDI Live. What is new in the world of tie-dyed iguana? Well, a lot. We, uh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, just a lot of stuff coming through the store right now. Um, it was a very busy week at tie-dye. Um, we got some new fish. What all, what did we get? Shrimp. shrimp. We finally got shrimp in stock. Yeah, shrimp. finally got shrimp. And we got those, um. We just got that cool eel thing. What was it called? The fire, a fire eel. eel. It's a fire <laughs> eel. <laughs> We've always had fire eels. We've had no, the, but this one's well, way no, bigger. It's oh. big. Super it's, cool. Okay. It's big. I would say probably 13, 14 inches. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, okay. Is that what you were pointing to yesterday yes. in the tank? That's, okay, mm-hmm. so that's what that was. And then yeah. we got I just saw its head like, like these awesome betas, these blue alien or no green, green alien, alien. aliens. Yeah, oh, green we aliens. got green and blue. Apparently, Tyler. Somebody bought, bought the blue. That was yeah. Tyler. He killed the. Do you think they listen to psychedelic space music? Yeah. Well, being an when alien, we turn, yeah. when we, they're, they're in the front of the store, so they hear whatever music we turn on. And they're in the front. Of, are they in those little edgelet tanks? Yes. 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 Oh, yes. okay, cool. I didn't know that. We have some new edgelet tanks set up. Yeah. So that's new. Um, the Edgelet tanks were a new product that was unveiled at Global Pet Expo back in February. Uh, we got them in about three or four weeks ago. And um, you'll know where they're at in the store because it's an empty shelf because they are selling like I was going to say, they're, they're doing really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm still playing with inventory levels to try to keep enough on hand, but they're selling as soon as they're coming in. Yeah. Um, and they're selling really well online, Much too. Much like the rest of the stuff we're getting in. Yeah. It sells out quick. So, um, but yeah, the Edgelet tanks are super cool. And... Um, we have a couple of them. Two of the one-gallon ones, I think, are on display next to our shrimp display. Yes. So. And then the, the remless yeah. are selling really well, too. Yeah. So um, 
yeah, the big thing that we did this last week was uh, get ready for the upcoming Show Me Snakes show. It is confirmed. It's the first Saturday in uh, June. What day is that? June 6th? Yes. It sticks in my head. So um, that'll be the first reptile show in quite some time. Um, I think three of them have been canceled so yes. far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, if you've been itching for a reptile show, Springfield, Missouri, Saturday, June 6th, it's going down. It's the Show Me Snakes show. So far. Richard yeah. wants to know, are, are shrimp anything like sea monkeys? You guys remember sea monkeys? Sea monkeys are brine shrimp. Yeah, they're brine shrimp. Yeah. So I, I got so no Richard, but sea monkeys are awfully a lot like shrimp. Brine shrimp. Yeah, they're just. Different. What's the difference between a brine shrimp and a shrimp? It's just different. <laughs> I don't the know. Word, it's the just brine. Different, different type of species. One's of saltier shrimp. than yeah, the other. Like, brines, yeah, it's like salty. the shrimp we have for sale are freshwater. Yeah. And uh, brine shrimp are basically people. Brine them. Brine. Well, yeah. They're. I mean, they're small. They look they, a lot different. They I'm feed, looking at them. I've heard people call them fairy shrimp too. They get like these. They just kind of like float around. Yeah. Did you guys ever have little sea monkeys? I had yes. sea monkeys when I was a kid. Yeah. No. You had and sea monkeys when nothing. you were like eighteen when we started dating. Did you I? even gave me a little sea monkey watch that I could oh, yeah. keep them in. Yeah, there's <laughs> a little bubble watch, and you put the <laughs> and sea monkeys in the watch. He was like, here, and he gave it to me. <laughs> they looked like, nothing like on the package. I was they so don't disappointed. Look anything like monkeys. Yeah. No. Do you oh, remember man. that? I don't look nothing that. like... No, Grace is on. Hey, Grace, um, if you're watching this, look at Slack. I put a message in there, and it's got, I think, I need Something your help tomorrow. Yeah, we need help tomorrow, Grace, <laughs> and I need your help. Yeah, we got a uh, big uh, big delivery coming in tomorrow, so it's not all going to fit in receiving, so that's going to be kind of interesting. Grace, Matt loves you. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what else is new in the world of tie-dye that would excite people. Can't think of much. There's some new stuff coming through the pipelines from ZooMed. We just met with our rep this morning. There's some new wood. They call it uh, Dragon Bonsai wood. I don't know. It's written down it's over there. Something. What does it say? Very top of that list. Yep. Dragon Bonsai. Dragon Bonsai tree. Got it. And then hmm. there's, uh, and this is all stuff that was unveiled at Global as well. There's some new beta kits, um, beta accessories, and uh, a couple other just like real basic like tropical and desert kits and whatnot. So mm-hmm. all that's rolling through the pipeline. We should hopefully have it in stock within the next couple of weeks. Um, but we just have to wait on the distributor now. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I got. What about you? I think that's it. All the shelving is re-welded for the show, so we shouldn't have wheels breaking off our shelves anymore. Thanks that's to our exciting. friend Nick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, took care of that. All right, well, Heather, you said it's a slow news week in the reptile world, huh? Yeah. But you still managed to come up with a story. Yeah, so. I did. So let's hear it. What's, All what's right. going on? So the reptile headline of this week is, Invasive tegu lizards should be shot on sight if seen in Georgia, wildlife group says. So in Georgia now, um, I guess they were in Florida first, now they've moved on to Georgia. The uh, tegus, I guess the Argentine tegus have become a uh have established a population there they thought they couldn't survive the georgia winters but they did and now they're having babies and eating everything in sight because they're omnivores and they'll eat basically anything and they're having problems with them like they can eat uh they eat other eat they eat eggs so for their like protected species like the alligators and uh gopher tortoises down there uh that's a danger for them because they'll eat the eggs and yeah so it, hmm. it's pro- i mean it most likely happened from you know people releasing their pets and everything did they say they were the argentines or did they just say the tegus because i seen the th- same thing and i didn't 
know if you might have seen it, a different one that might was more the specific. The, the pictures they're showing of are of Argentine black and whites. Right okay. now, I didn't see any reds. Because so. there's Colombian Gold. black and whites too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's crazy too because depending on what species of tegus that are establishing a population. Um, most of those tegus are fairly pricey animals. Yeah, you know, like the black cheap. and white tegus are yeah, they Argentines. S- they said specifically yeah. Argentine black and white okay. tegus. But they're yeah. not cheap. Like, it almost no. would be worth driving to Georgia and catching, catching a handful of them yeah. and bringing them back. Because yeah. they get big. The it Argentines says it's legal to have them as pets in Georgia. You just can't release them, but, you know, yeah. people yeah. don't people don't care, I guess. I don't know. Well, and, you know... And they're encouraging people to kill them on site. Actually. Yeah, that's actually kind of hilarious. So it should be shot on site. I mean, so there's got to be a stipulation. Like, if you're in the middle of Atlanta. Yeah. You and just break out your <laughs> shotgun come, and start shooting yeah. tegus. Somehow, some way, a tegu makes its way into the center of the city. I would use a 50 cal. On a tegu? Yeah. Why? Is it legal because you want to make to sure sh- have like so, just shoot guns I'm there? sure it is. I don't well, know. not in Atlanta. I mean, in most major cities, it's typically frowned upon yeah, like to Chicago, a firearm. It's, it's, yeah, it's legal to yeah, usually, yeah. Like shoot it, everything up. Well, I don't know, Chicago, man. Chicago, it's legal? No, I highly doubt it's legal. I don't think you have a city or a country that you can openly discharge a firearm. Yeah. Right, I'm right, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, you they, can't do it within city limits of O'Fallon. Heck, they have, like, rules about fireworks. You can't set them off. Like, yeah. Cert- so you think they're going to let people shoot guns in the city? I don't think well, so. No, but here it says they're shooting tegus. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So I was just curious. Now we'll probably hear a story in a, in a week or so about somebody shooting a tegu and... It ricocheted off and <laughs> ricocheted blinded off somebody <laughs> while they were driving and had a major accident and caused a thousand car pile up and in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Huh. Oh, if you well, I've been through Atlanta during traffic. Yeah, and it's horrible. I think that could be a, a rap song, like everything you just said. So uh, I think anything can be a rap yeah. song. You just have oh, to yeah, make he it made rhyme. One about you the other day. Yeah. I did make one about you. Remember that? Oh, I don't remember the words. Gosh, I remember parts of the words. I was rhyming <laughs> words with Heather's thong. I think was yes. I mean, Heather was not. Yeah, it's wearing a thong. Yes, <laughs> he he was just making up. He was just start. He starts singing. Eric does it too. He just starts singing. Yeah, you find stuff. a couple words that rhyme and you turn it into a little jingle. And before Stella you know does it, it all the time too. Before you know it, you've got entertainment for it's hours. It's like a, yeah, and I'm here and trying to get my work done and then I get distracted. People are trying to work and they're humming in their head. Dandruff in the hair. Because I made one about dandruff in the hair weeks ago. I'm going to get your welcome stuck in your head again today. Yeah, that's a good one. So I've got a, a new policy at Tie-Dye where anytime I say you're welcome, Heather is supposed to bust out in the Moana song. Yep. <laughs> it's been I working. did, it's pretty I good did so it yesterday. Far. And I think I said you're welcome across the radio. And yeah, then... it's like it's like a trigger now yeah, for my brain. It's, it's weird. <laughs> it's made life exciting. Yeah. So um, this this all goes back to shooting tegus on site, mm-hmm. obviously. Yes. So... Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of crazy. It's just like a, like a, a shoot to, a shoot on site order just seems a little excessive. I mean, they can't be well, that. Well, it's not an order. Them. It's just a, a wildlife group is saying they should. Oh, be. okay. Yeah. So this isn't like DNR. It's not like Georgia no, DNR is no. all like we must put a stop to these tegus. Yeah, and because shoot them on I site. Mean, what does PETA think of this? Oh, I'm sure PETA is probably all up in arms. PETA is that that bread company? Yeah, PETA yeah. bread. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Yum. Flatbread. Flat PETA bread. Um, cool. They they wrote it in that. a Facebook post. It's called the Orian Society. Orian? Yeah, it's a I, conservation group. <laughs> how do you, oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? 
<laughs> don't you think? But I guess they're they're saying well, conservation for well, yeah. native animals. Native like animals. Yeah. Florida's, you know, Florida with their they really shouldn't invasive. encourage people to do this. They should just call. They should say and, yeah, yeah, say that are just. Just stomp on their head or something. Well, they have a hunting season for iguanas in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Like an open yep. season. So, All right. So the tegu is now invasive to Georgia. It's moving on up, so to say. Yep. Ah, you see what I did there? Moving on up. Moving on up. Anyone? Jeffersons? I know yeah. you watch the Jeffersons. Yeah, Jeffersons. yeah. Jeffersons are awesome. That was like, that show is hilarious over and over. I like Sanford and Son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, moving on, we have the... <laughs> The reptile debate of the week. All right. So the debate, should you or shan't you? Is that a word? Yeah. I like the word shan't. I use it f- semi-frequently. It just seems like... Don't you know. don't seem too excited about this topic. Shant? No, it's not that I'm not excited about <laughs> it. I just know some people are, are going to heavily debate it, depending especially That's who's why on I picked Facebook it. Feed. That's why I picked it. So <laughs> should you or shall you not keep venomous snakes as pets? So this is a question of moral ethics. Should you or should you not? Not can you or would you or should you? Yeah, is it a good idea or a bad idea? I, mean, I think it's a bad idea. It depends on your definition of this good goes, and bad and This idea. goes for the states where it's legal to own them, I should yeah. say. Okay. Yeah, well, I would here say it's not legal. I no, in Illinois, it's permits. not legal to own anything alive. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Including yourself. But no, I don't. I, I think it's a bad idea for a new reptile keeper to keep venomous. Now, if you have experience, like I've got twenty plus years keeping venomous, so I mean, and no accidents. I've messed with some of the most deadliest snakes. Out the there. most deadliest, like what? Deadliest. Um, we need to write a black book of Bill Grammer. Yeah, we should. Like yeah. all the mambas. Bill Fox um, Grammer. You kept mambas. Well, I didn't keep them. They were a buddy of mine. He kept. He would go out of town, mamas. and I would take care of his animals. Some black mamas. And <laughs> he's going to get He should have said all the mambas. He'll keep any mambas. Boom slangs. Boob mess slang. with those. Um, oh, my gosh. Black mamas oh, my gosh. Boob little, slang. Bill, slang Bill is right. You're talking over him. Ten-year-old little, little child <laughs> over here. Um, I don't see a problem with people keeping hots. I Egyptian mean, cobras. it's not my cup of tea, but... I mean, what I kept was mainly the European mountain vipers. So I, mean, I had a specific genre of what I kept. Genre. I did have gaboons as well. You had baboons. Gaboon. You looked like you were going to say something. I was, but I heard you, you did breathe too. in. Oh. Man, a baboon first, would you can be cool first. to have a baboon. So I guess, you know, my thoughts on if you should keep, you know, venomous, I think that your average person struggles to keep a regular reptile. So I think venomous that you just need to have a few more steps of being cautious and making sure it's not escaping from tanks or being fed properly. You know, I think that's just yeah. an extra step, and I don't think your well, average human is capable yeah, of that. It, shouldn't, it should not necessarily be available for the general populace. So, for instance, use right. a HOTS reptile show, for right. instance, where they're yeah. selling There's HOTS. There's yeah. several places The problem that. with the reptile shows is it's often no questions asked. Right. Like, for instance, actually, we were at a show in St. Louis recently, and I had some little kid bring a blood python up to me, and he needed to get set up for his ball python. That's what he told me. He's like, yeah. I need mm-hmm. to get some stuff for this ball python. And he swore it was a ball python. Yeah. He said the guy at the table told him it was a ball python. And the kid's holding a blood python. And I'm just like, dude, 
And so we had to go through That's all that. So a big difference. Yeah. yeah. So now you get to a hot show where you have somebody who has no experience with the reptiles, but they walk yeah. up to a table and buy a viper of some sort. And they have kids oh. who don't yeah, know anything differently either. Yeah, it's like they see a rattlesnake or something. They're like, oh, those are cool. If you're going to have kids and you're going to have venomous snakes, you need to have locks with keys on those cages. There yeah. needs to be, but I, I, I just think they're... I, I think you should be able to, and I think that people that are appropriately trained should definitely be able to, but it just needs to not be sold freely, in my opinion. But that being said, I need to preface this. I am not in favor of more regulation. There's okay. some there's some places <laughs> where you, I think you need permits to keep uh, venom. Well, I'm but not I pushing think, for like, regulation. Yeah, there's people that just... work at the St. Louis Zoo that handle hots every single day out there, and that's their profession, but they then they live in it. Illinois, but they can't. So I think they should be able to because they well, are trained properly. there's a permit process in Illinois. Ready. Problem is yeah. you can't get it. There is, and I, so I mean... I'm not it's saying no, only, no one it? should be able to. Venomous, I don't know. I think be. it is. I don't know. Yeah, um, I, don't, I can't remember. I don't know either. But I do wish the mentality at reptile shows would change where it's literally just like slinging animals. Like to yeah. anybody with money, it's like it doesn't matter. It's just like, yeah, you need you need a reptile. Here you go. Well, you know? and the thing is, it's just like people that buy, you know, like big constrictors when they're babies. And I've seen this like so many uh-huh. times where they get so big. You know, and if you don't handle these animals continuously, they get aggressive and you don't, you know, I've seen people just throw food in there and they don't even clean the cage. They dump water in to the bowl. They don't clean the bowl. And then they're, they're, then they, then they want to get rid of the snake because they can't handle it. And it's like, well, why did you buy the damn thing in the freaking first place? Yeah. In the freaking first place. The damn place. thing. The why damn it's thing. important. Why didn't you buy, people? why did you buy the damn thing in the fucking first place? Oh. That's better. So <laughs> when I was in high school, our band director, his name was Mr. Cosmano. He was a uh, old Cosmic. school. Uh, yeah, he was. He was this old Italian guy, old school Italian guy. And man, when you would piss him off, he would humiliate you. And I remember he made, I was on drumline and he made one of the other kids on drumline go stand up in front of the whole band and proclaim the exact words were, I'm a damn fool. And it made me think of it when you were saying <laughs> yeah. damn. It was so funny because it's yeah. like, here's like this 15-year-old kid being forced to stand in front of the entire band and tell everyone he's a damn fool. It was hilarious. It was yeah. so much. Nowadays. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be I guarantee you great. He, he was not scarred for life from that. It was awesome. Yeah. So. He just has a story now. Yeah, we all have a story. And I'm sure he's laughing at it. I'm sure he laughs when he tells that story. Every time I tell it, I laugh, and it's because I can still picture it in my head. Because I remember his. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say any names just in case. But uh, I remember um, he was standing at the front of the class, and he was trying not to bust up laughing as he's like proclaiming to the class. So he was already laughing. To well, not bust up so laughing. you know, like when you're trying not to laugh, but you're trying to talk at the same time. Like right. that's what he was doing. And I mean, the struggle was real because. If he would have busted up laughing, oh my god, he would have got murdered. That's why I could never be an actor. Yeah, because they they you have to like act like you're serious. But uh, you just gotta you just have to get into character and into the emotion of the scene. I couldn't do it. Yeah, you could. I don't. Let's I do it. It was hard Heather, enough. Let's start an acting club at Tide Iguana TDI Acting Club. We'll come in and we'll practice for the short film we're gonna make. Okay. Yeah. Called Heather and Matt. Watch out. Because someone's gonna shat, and it ain't gonna be Matt. <laughs> no, it ain't. It ain't gonna be Heather. How many times did you go to the? He's gonna break out in song soon. How how many how many times did you poop this morning, Matt? Already? Um, I am up to three. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's ten fifty one a.m. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that being said, I think this is a good segue to move past um, whether you shall or shan't keep venomous so 
I say you, you can with with the right I'm experience. I'm good with it. I don't care. Just don't be retarded. Yeah. It's my thought. I think Florida has a it's your own process risk. where you have to have so many hours of training before you can actually get your permit. I don't know if they still do that. I know at one time they were, that was a thing in Florida. Yeah. But. Look at him. He's got It's in my hand. Yeah, I've I see. got a mic in my hand. See, I'll bump the mic on the mic. Mic yeah. bump. It's my echoey mic. I know. It's how I do my evil laugh. Why would I need to do an evil laugh, you ask? Well, it's quite simple since you've asked, Heather. That is because right now we are entering my favorite segment of the show. <laughs> I hate how you all three stare at me when I do this. I like to stare at you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Welcome to Conspiracies, Theories, and Mysteries. <laughs> Made eye contact the whole time. Never broke it. I looked away. Yeah, <laughs> Heather couldn't look me in the eyes. Because you, you were complaining about why we were staring at you. So I'll I stare you in the eyes next time I do the evil laugh. He was laugh. staring at her. Yeah. Well, I turn my head this way because I feel really awkward, like broadcasting the evil laugh face to Facebook. It's a secret face, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's secret. Like it, once you've seen the evil laugh face, I have to kill you. I just noticed the new Guess tripod. I'm gonna be dead. <laughs> What'd you just notice? That we have a new tripod. Yeah, we have a new the tripod. The tripod's the same. Yeah, it's what just a connector. About? It's pink now. They didn't even give me an option of that. Black. Was my option? I had to like break it we so named I could it get Stephanie. the pink. That's the why, pink holder. That's why she oh, threw it. Oh, the pink holder. Everything, everything should be pink. All right. Purple. Uh, Stephanie, I think this is your conspiracy this week. Yeah, or it actually, is. in all fairness. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily mine. You brought it up. No, this uh, this came from, Not we were fighting with a couple guys last night. Well, jujitsu. Jujitsu, yeah. We were rolling, and we were talking about the podcast, and our friend Darren said, hey, I've got one for you. And it's because we were talking about drinking absinthe, and we talked about the wormwood and the absinthe, which... Full circle brings us to my paper says wormwood. Yes. Yes. Enlightened us. Okay, so I guess my question is when you hear the word wormwood, what do you think about? What do you think when you hear wormwood? Absinthe immediately. I would say absinthe absentine or absentine. How's it pronounced? Absinthe. Absinthe. Okay, Sounds I always like say it absentine. something they would use in Harry Potter for me. I have no idea. When you hear wormwood, you think of Harry Potter? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it is a plant. Wood. So I mean, it's, it's something in the that's Bible grown as well. You say that like you knew it. Uh, <laughs> so, Wormwood yes. is mentioned in the Hebrew Bible seven times. Yeah. And I know you read the Hebrew Bible, Bill. Is yeah. there, what's the difference between a Hebrew Bible and a I Christian don't know. Bible? Was it just written the in Hebrew? Hebrew? There's, <laughs> I guess. I mean, there's so many different Bills variations Hebrew. of the Bible that... Yeah. Have you ever you know, been I would say translations, oh and, and then there's, there's it, translations the and interpretations and, uh-huh. and all this other stuff. So, all right. I mean, so, it's a huge... Um, it says wormwood specifically, like that's the word? Yep, seven yes. times. Okay. In the Hebrew one. But it's in other Bible, I guess a couple of the other Bibles that are out there too. Yeah. Um, so anyways, this is what I had figured out that, I guess this is in one of the Bibles. The third angel blew that's his trumpet. That's Revelations. Yeah, that's that Revelations. Yeah. So you'll know more than me. And it said, and a great star fell from heaven, blazing like a torch. And it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. Oh, you probably have this book memorized. The name of the star is Wormwood. Yep. Then it says, a third of the waters became Wormwood, and many people died from the water because it had been made bitter. Because they believed that 
wormwood just has like a bitter taste. It does have a bitter taste. So they and made oil. it bitter, which they believe Why would killed. you drink it? Because it, it, well, it, 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 <laughs> it just makes the water undrinkable. And they also say that um, the star wormwood is approaching Earth again. Yes. You think so? Yes. Well, I mean, the universe is in constant motion. Yeah. I know, but like... <clears throat> Well, I mean, if you it's read, like, enough. some of the things, I mean, some of the stuff that is in Revelations has already come to pass. Well, but it's it's based on interpretation. I mean, it didn't specifically say, like... How can the star know, come coronavirus. back? Coronavirus. How can the yeah. star it's come back if it already fell upon it's the earth? Well, it's just like, oh, I mean, how, how does Halley's Comet come around every 70-something but years? It Revelation doesn't said that it, Yeah, Revelation said that it fell to the earth. Yeah. Right. So how they made a mistake. No. Um, <laughs> well, and there's this, I can't remember what her name was, but there's this person who says she, as a child, was abducted by aliens and had this um, thing implanted into her brain where she can now speak with them, and they are the ones that are saying that it's uh, going to come, that it's approaching Earth and going to come back. So I thought that was mm. interesting. Yeah, and there's another, uh, Nibiru is another planet that I've heard. That's supposed to come by. Apparently, uh-huh, it was it was like thirty five hundred years ago. And it's like massive destruction, massive destruction. So, I mean, it's coming. I mean, we've got. We I think I think we'll all see it. Does. Oh yeah, we will. I think we'll all see this. I think we all will see. Sweet. This. Finally, Bill, I have something to look forward to. Yep. The end of the world. Yep. The end of time. The end of the world. But then, As so then, on the it. other end of <laughs> of wormwood would be obviously that it is used in absinthe. Um, absinthe is also known as the green fairy drink because it has a green color um, to it. But, um, you know, the big thing with absinthe is, you know, it was made illegal. It was banned in the United States in 1912, and they said it was because it was um, it was to believe to be a like a hallucinogen. Yeah. So um, they banned it. And a lot of times they believe that it was the wormwood that was in there, um, even though wormwood used to not grow in the United States. It used to only grow over in, like, Europe and places like that. But now they say that it is growing here in the United States now. Um, now, is it the plant, is it a root that they dig up from a plant and use the root, or is it the actual plant? I thought it was a root. I don't know, though. I, I Somebody think it's watching the actual, can probably tell us. Yeah, I think it's the actual plant, but, yeah, I okay. don't know. But they say that that's not even... Like, the reason it was banned was because of a um, another thing in there, which is called Thujone, which is in absinthe. Um, but, so in 2007, the U.S. now made it, like, absinthe legal again. Okay. But the only way they could make it legal was absinthe with the Thujone has to have less than uh, 10 parts per million of the Thujone in the alcohol because wow. they said that you would have to drink three bottles of, of absinthe to even have the effect of the hallucinogen from that. And you'd probably die of so. alcohol poisoning. And they said you would die ever. first. It's like 60% yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good for four. Oh, I've had alcohol huh. poisoning. It's, well, they say yeah. the, that it's usually generally 110 to 144 proof. Mm. And then the three main ingredients or like herbs that are in it is grand wormwood, Green, how did you say that word again? Anise? Anise. 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 <laughs> and then sweet fennel. Anise. It's a little star. It's a 
So yeah, yeah. that's why it's called an- anus. So. Have you ever seen a cat anus before? It looks just <laughs> like that. So no, yeah, I don't Wormwood really go look like at a star. Her, looking cats' be... tails up. Ha- to look have at you ever butt. seen your own anus? You've never seen your own anus. I don't know that I've ever. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen mine either. To be completely honest, I really have to think about this. I don't know. Like at some point in time as a kid, I'm sure. I guess one of you guys stand over a mirror or something. Ah, who knows? Um, I had better things to do when I was a child than look at my own ass. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't surprise me one bit that you would do that. I never said I did it. Did you stick like stuff up your ass to see how far you could get it up there? Yeah, that means we all have to travel to Europe or somewhere to have true absinthe now. I guess. Oh boy, road trip. No, absinthe is so. So that one stuff does make you trip. Yeah. It does. I've watched. There's I, a documentary out there I've, called yeah, Wormwood. Have you seen it? Yeah. And it's literally about like this whole like political stunt where they killed a scientist who was studying this by giving them like drops of it yeah. um, in their drink, and then he ended up jumping out of the window because he thought he was flying. Oh wow. Oh. <laughs> no, uh, now I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, it must lie. not have been very important. <laughs> oh no. You're talking about the documentary. Oh, I saw a bunch of, uh, I saw a YouTube videos of people um, reacting to absinthe, like the really strong stuff you can only get in Europe. Oh my God, it's pretty darn entertaining. Kind of like driving on salvia. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You should look up driving on salvia. Or, did we talk about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. we did. Oh, we that did. is so funny. We, took, we yeah. talked about um, it. Yeah, I'm going to go watch the documentary. I didn't know there was Driving one. on salvia? I think there's... Is that a documentary? A, no. <laughs> I think there's a couple of documentaries because, um, yeah, like I seen mine on the documentary on YouTube. There's one on Netflix. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Hmm. And How Wormwood. Hmm. So, what are we talking about here? The wormwood. end of the world? Wormwood. What's Wormwood? Wormwood. What is Wormwood? Wormwood can be taken as a star. Wormwood is an alcoholic a drink. A plant that grows. It sounds and is used like in a drink that. Sounds like it should be the name of a cowboy. Tastes in a amazing, like black like licorice. Doc Hollywood. Ugh, I, I hate love black, black licorice, uh, and that's what absinthe tastes like. My dad yeah. likes black licorice, but what's well, kind of like Jägermeister? Well, and you know Jägermeister. <laughs> is it pronounced Jäger? I thought it was Jägermeister. There's no R. I don't know Jägermeister. I don't know Jägermeister. We just call it Jäger. Wait, so you call it Jäger or Jägermeister? So the R becomes silent when you add Meister. Well, it's actually spelled with a J. So Jägermeister. Jagger Jägermeister. Yeah, I don't know. That um, tastes like black licorice. Well, I used to light absinthe on fire, too, because absinthe is such a bitter taste. And this was before the, the sugar <laughs> cubes crap, came along. But yeah. they would, you would light it on fire, and it would change the <laughs> taste of it, I guess. This shit tastes so horrible, we're going to have to burn it before we drink it. <laughs> yeah. We have to cook it. Yeah. You know, I, in, that, in that documentary, I do remember them pouring it over sugar cubes. Yeah, that's the newer, like... Like in 19, I can't remember what year it was when that became a thing. It's once okay. you add the sugar and the water to it, it's called louche. I like louche. Kind of like Illinois. Because you use like <laughs> the slotted spoon with your sugar cubes. and That's what the reptilians yeah. do. They do a louche feeding on negative, negative, negative feelings. Yeah. Like depression and anxiety. They feed off of that and fear. The they call it a louche feeding? They call it louche feeding. What's louche mean in that context? I don't like, know. Is that a method of consuming? Yeah, like I guess so. There's different ways you. So could, I guess like, it's like just negative soup, energy is what they it, feed on. It, lose it. That's why, like, like the news, like the mainstream media. Uh, let me guess, it's bullshit. It is bullshit, but oh. they they basically intentionally try to keep the pe- people in fear and panic and. 
Because I mean, if you ever want to tell me that the media is trying to scare the general populace, I would say I have never seen in my life. Look what they're doing with this rice rabies stuff going on. The Wu Ping cough. So, I think I've lost my train of thought. He's like, which toy can I play yeah, with over here? Give me something to squeeze. <laughs> um, I don't think we're going to die by a comet impact or a planet yeah, impact. Yeah, since it already... And a star, I mean, a star is not going to crash through our atmosphere. A star yeah. is going to be so much larger than the Earth, it'll just swallow us. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be easy. If, like, things just got really hot and we all got really hot and died. It would just, it would fire. be, it wouldn't... It'd be instantaneous. You wouldn't even feel it happen. Well, it depends well, how, how no, why would it be instant? It wouldn't be instant. It would warm up to some, there'd be some there sort is, of temperature gradient. There's an older, like, one of the Maybe original... The star moves very uh, slowly. Twilight Zone I remember that one. Where the, 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 the something sun. happened to where yeah. the Earth got... Really close to the sun. Yeah. Well, it got thrown off... Its orbit and uh-huh. it slowly kept going towards the sun and going. But that was a dream, and the, the in the reality, the the the, the uh, sun went away, and it was they were all going to die of uh, hypothermia. Yeah. I just spoiled it. <laughs> Spoiler: If you haven't seen this particular episode from 1963, it's been ruined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn it, Heather. <laughs> she said spoiler. I was holding out. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. No. I don't think so. Dude, they don't... God, Twilight Zone, like... I went on a, uh, a kick where I watched the shit out of that. And uh, it's just it was just amazing to me. Well, that was around All of them when I was Netflix. a kid. And same yeah. with uh, Rod Serling's Night Gallery. Yeah. Oh, I, I love Night Gallery. And, uh, you two have a lot in common. And then there was another one called uh, Dark Shadows. I think it was a va- vampire. That, yeah, Barnabas that was like Collins. a soap opera. Yeah. yeah, it was... Actually, it was on PBS. PBS. And it was... Uh, you know, Channel 9. Well, here it used to be Channel 9. I don't know what it does now. The PBS yeah. logo stresses me out. I don't know why. It's that like weird I watched head. PBS. The weird yeah, head. I used to watch that a lot. <laughs> That's what, like, all the kids' cartoons were always on, I remember, when they were growing why, up. Yeah. Who chose that logo, and why must they continue to display that head? Yeah, I don't know, but it was like... The PBS head. They need a new logo. That's where you like, watch Zoom and Sesame Street yeah. and... Mulligan uh-huh. stew and I wonder if pbshead.com has been bought up yet. No god, here <laughs> yeah, no telling. <laughs> then they it had all auto direct to wetfartart.com. They had Nova, which was a science di- uh, documentary. Um segment. All right, we've completely We had Bob Ross on. I don't even know where we are. So, do you guys have anything PBS. else you want to talk about with Wormwood or the end of the world as we know it? No. My Crispin Glover laugh. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> All right, Heather, what do you have up your sleeve? Is it's a it... short sleeve, so there can't be much up your sleeve, but yeah. there's something there. Yeah, I can see it we, sticking we, out on the tip right there. We have a spelling bee. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> she checked. Like, we, She's like, like what's sticking out my sleeve? <laughs> so say we have a spelling bee. It's her arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, she got an arm. So we have a spelling bee, and I got got these words from the list of the top 300 hardest SAT spelling words. Oh, yeah, like... I'm going to Google spelling words right now. Because retards here is going to try to spell... (laughs) Yeah, this is no Ivy League group in this room. I know, but it's funny, though, to... Oh, we are sure not good be. at spelling. I need but paper you, and pen. But you probably heard most of these words. Okay. okay. I'll give Bill the first one. Exacerbate. Oh, I got it. <laughs> e. The E is silent. It's really e- an M. X. A. S. 
E R B A T E. You were really close, but, but that was wrong. Enough, Bill. It was E X A C E R B A T E. Yeah, exacerbate. Yeah. Can you use it in a sentence? It means to make make worse. Like oh, everything I do. Everything you do exacerbates. Bill Ex- exacerbates the situation when he comes in, complains Matt. in the morning. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do it as much as I used to. I still do it, though. Okay. Here's I am a- an excessive exacerbator. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I exacerbate so much. Like, it's a miracle I'm not blind. I do, do you, don't I? Do you have to go to the barber to have your palms shaved? <laughs> From, a, from my excessive exacerbation? Absolutely. I guess so. I, I was told the other day that I'm a catastrophist because I always assume the worst case scenario. Then that Sometimes would, that would be me thing. too. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, well, I Sometimes guess. Sometimes it causes way too much Excessive anxiety. exacerbation yeah, is leading to excessive catastrophation. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of the, the negative <laughs> thinker too. All right, so. we got to move, move on. on, Heather. Uh, well, I, I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm distracting you all with my exacerbation. Okay, here, here's the Stephanie's word. Heterogeneous. It means consisting of elements that are not of the same kind. Can you say that word slower? <laughs> heterogeneous. Well, you got to pronounce it right too. Like if it's placostomous, we're all going to misspell it because you're going to say it. Oh, well, I've heard it pronounced heterogeneous. Okay, there, there we go. Now I can spell it. Hetero. Yeah. <laughs> heterogeneous. Okay, so Stephanie's actually writing it down. So can you she, tell me the word again? It's heterogenous. 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 She, she's cheating. She's, she's using How's that a pen cheating? and paper. You can't do that in a spelling bee? You can't no. write it? All right, I don't know how to spell oh. it. Have you ever watched a spelling bee before? You didn't, yeah. Yeah, right now. It's on, it's, on, it's on Facebook. This is the way you Which do it. Which means it's real. It's Facebook, it means it's the news. Yeah. That's where Bill gets all of his news, Facebook and YouTube. No, that's where Heather gets her news. Both of which places he host TDI Live. Not, not, not Facebook. Yeah, hey. I don't. I don't. H E T E R O G E N I U S. You were so close. Instead of the I, it was an O. Oh, that's what I, I was debating too. Ah, oh, so close. See, I do. I have to do that. All you did was exacerbate that. I'll write a word down, and if it looks right, then. It's pretty much good. To then you don't know how to read because I've heard the shit you say. Ohio. <laughs> Ohio. O h i a. Yep, looks yep. right. That must be it. All right, Matt. Your word is your word is umbrage, a feeling of anger caused by being offended. <laughs> Heather feels much umbrage every day she goes to work by what Matt says all the time. <laughs> umbrage. U m b r i g e. DGE? Yeah. You were, you were really, no, you were really close. Uh, it was U-M-B-R-A-G-E. Oh, umbrage. Umbrage. Yeah, but it's, it's pronounced umbrage. 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 Did you listen to the pronunciation to make sure? Damn yeah. it, Heather. I've heard nice. it before. Did you Google it she like uses... I did with all those words today <laughs> when I was like, what's this word? How do you, how do you pronounce that? Yeah. Yeah. Heather, do we need a spelling word for you? Yes. I've got one. Xenophobe. It was a game on NES back in the day. X-E-N-O-P-H-O-B-E. You got it. That's the hardest word I know. (laughs) (laughs) It was too easy, apparently. Yeah, it's because Heather's a spelling bee champion. 
All right. Uh, do you want to just do one more round of words since sure. we're running a little late? Okay. Sure. Bill, your turn. Okay, Bill, I'm going to give you surreptitious. 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 It's Surreptitious. marked. It's marked by quiet and caution and secrecy. Surreptitious. Surreptitious. C. Oh wait, wait. S E R, I. I forgot what the word was. Surreptitious. Surreptitious. So delicious. S E R. Could you do the dishes? A. Really rhyme. Surreptitious. T I. S H I O. U S. Elemental P. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Nah, it was... You were off. S-U-R-R-E-P-T-I-T-I-O-U-S. That's pronounced Alabama. You My brain shuts down if it's over four words. It's like... Oh, all right. All right. Here is one. Okay, here's your last word, Stephanie. It's recalcitrant. Stubbornly resistant to authority or control. Definitely does not describe me. Um, can you say it again? Recal, uh, recalcitrant. She's writing it down again. Can you say it one more time? Can you use it? Recalcitrant. 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 Trent. She just gave you a letter. It's yeah, I gave you. I gave you a hint. I hear it. I don't get hints. What the crap? All right. R e c a l. C I N T R A N T. Elemental P. Okay, you added one extra letter. It was. There was no H. There was no extra N. Re. Let's see. It's R E C A L C I T R A N T. Recalcitrant. Oh, are we not it's live right. anymore? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. There you go. So there's no extra N in there. Nice. All right, here's Matt's last, uh, last word. Last word. Zephyr. Zephyr, Z-E-P-H-E-R. Zephyr. Wrong. <sighs> Z-E-P-H-Y-U-R. No. It's <sighs> Z-E-P-H-Y-R. <sighs> A slight wind. Huh. Matt gives off many Zephyrs during the day. It's not slight wind. <laughs> it's just Zephyr. a slight wind. I broke a slight wind. I'm thinking of Zeppelin. <laughs> All right, a big everybody. giant dirigible. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. So thank you for joining us. Uh, man, it's Wednesday, May the 20th. Kind of crazy. Um, if you're listening to this on a podcast app, it is no longer Wednesday, May the 20th. It's at least Thursday, May the 21st, in which case we travel through time. Again, we're pretty good at that. <laughs> Something. Um, so yeah, do you guys have anything else? We need no? to market the time travel thing. Yeah, we should. Yeah. All right, well, you can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube, and Spotify. Just look up TDI Live and you'll find us. So thank you for joining us. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And you just listened to Tide Out Iguana's official podcast, TDI Live. The world is spinning and I'm dizzy staring at the stars. Thank you for listening to Tie-Dyed Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. And don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thetdi.com.
trying to cook our next meal. Playing all these bars, little stranger than Mars, and accumulating scars. Driving hours in the car, the future is ours. I can tell by the stars they don't deceive us. So it's hard to know what is real. Gotta follow what you feel. 